Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. KXNO. Ken Miller, Trent Condon. They are Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Hi, good morning, everybody, and welcome in. It's Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Trent, this week has flown by. It's already Friday. Well, when you work two days, that, that helps. That help, doesn't it? Maybe that's the reason. But uh, good to see you, my friend. As, You're sounding uh, a little squeaky today. You know, I came back from that plane. I, it, it, the planes, they're, they're so infested with germs. Uh-huh. And this time it got me. Uh, I think it's strep throat. So, Ooh, yeah, not good. No, my, no, not. my sister has that, like, all the time. Like All the time? Like, she can't shake it? Like, six times a year she gets it, and she has to take medicine and all kinds of... Just, for whatever reason, is it a virus? I don't know. Whatever it is... I rummaged through the medicine her. cabinet trying to find some old antibiotics, and I'm going to try it. I don't want to go to the Is doctor. that what you're supposed to do? I don't think that I would recommend not. that, yeah, but yeah. that's what I did. Anyways, nonetheless, um, yeah, it's not good. Sweated all night last night. Yeah. Fever, just brutal. Anyway, nobody cares. You'll persevere today. I believe we will, Trent. I believe we will. It's Friday, after all. We've got Claxon's Barbecue to give away. I'm looking forward to today's show. I look forward to every show, but this one should be fun. Matt Poston's from Heartland College Sports going to join us. He covers the Big 12. Um, did you hear Terry Bradshaw going off on Ellinger yesterday? No. Yeah, you know what? But at the same time, you got to remember where he was speaking, right? He was he was at a, a fan event. You know, he was preaching to the choir, for God's sakes. Um, and you're going to take some shots. Texas opens up with Louisiana Tech. Ah. Uh-huh. Right? So Bradshaw, who, by the way, he has, he's put on a ton of weight. Really? Like, scary. Since How- we last saw him on the set at Fox. How old's Terry Bradshaw? Oh, boy. I would just guess. This I'm going to say guess. pushing 70. I was uh, early 70s. That's what I thought. 72 was the number, for whatever yeah. reason, popped into my mind. Are you going to Google? I am. 71, 72. You don't normally see guys at Oof. that age gain weight. Unless it's something you know physically that's right. happened. 70 years old. 70 years old. He'll turn 71 in September. Well, so he's at, he's at an event with a bunch of alums and boosters, I'm guessing, for, for Louisiana Tech, and they're talking about, hey, you know, this LG's not that good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> now, the fans lapped it up, of course. Yes. The team couldn't care less. Louisiana Tech's defensive coordinator, I'm thinking, has a little bit of a problem with what uh, the Hall of Famer said, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, so slow your roll a little bit there. So Matt Post is going to come on. We're going to do a lot of Big 12 uh, stuff with Matt. He also covers the Dallas Cowboys. I'm mm-hmm. kind of anxious to get his take on you know, maybe a pecking order as we get set to turn the calendar to July as far as the NFC East. Eagles, the favorite. Yeah, have to be, don't you think? I think so, And then yes. Cowboys. Yeah. And then Redskins. And then the Giants. That's how I would I'm, put it. Me too. I'm going to guess that's what the division odds are in Vegas right now. You know, I should have looked. Uh, I meant to bring back all of those papers. You know, yeah. I just, I just for, for I whatever was, reason, I was I hoping forgot. that I was going to get a little present when you got. Yeah, back. no. Well, I sent you a present. I DM'd you a present last night. Yes, you did. Um, I thought this is 
Look, everybody's... And by the way, just real quick, did we talk about New Jersey actually outhandled the state of Nevada yesterday? I know you and I talked about it. I can't remember I if it was on air I think we did on the air. Yeah. By a million dollars, but nonetheless... It's incredible. New Jersey's been doing this for a year. They outhandled Nevada in sports. Now, Population. Right. New York City's on the other side of the river. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And the, you can't, at least at this point, wager on sports there. So I'm guessing they're getting the Meadowlands would just be a gold mine because it's literally yes. right across the river. Um, but yeah, I, I found that somewhat, um, I, I didn't think I'd see that happen. But anyways, CG put out a, uh, a college team versus an NFL team prop. You know, if you want to take the Cowboys or the Longhorns. Type of thing. Who's going to win more games? And you have to lay wins. And, and it's fun because for a lot of these, it's two teams that you root for. Yeah. Where you have that rooting interest. My favorite one was UNLV coupled with the Raiders. No, they're coming. Because they're coming next year. Did I tell you how, how, how blown away I was by the stadium just in the four yeah. months since it's, I was there in April? Got I think back that was last another week. thing that we didn't oh. see on air. We must have been busy yesterday because I had all of these notes. Yeah, some great stories. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I like this. Ohio State is minus a half a win over the Browns. Ooh. You know, that, that to me. I have you, to think about Are you it. buying Cleveland? I think they're going to be better. Nine and seven. Yes. Ohio State, got to win nine and a half to push. Worst case scenario. I mean, are, are they any worse than nine and three? No way. So ten and two. Or- I think. I think. I and, think. And what, I, what was the odds that you're laying there? Uh, you're laying minus one twenty-five. You want to take Ohio State, and you got to give a half a game. I'm, I'm fine giving the half game. I think minus one twenty-five. That price, yeah, absolutely. Give me the bucks. USC versus the 49ers. 49ers favored by a half a win. LSU versus the New Orleans Saints. Ooh. It's pretty good stuff. Green Bay Packers, Notre Dame. But the reason I bring it up, I've never seen that before. Right. And get used to it, folks, because there's so much competition out there. Mm-hmm. You know, the folks in Wild Rose Jefferson are going to try and do their own thing, and, and William Hill at Prairie is going to counter it with some of these um, fun-to-wager-on props. Oh, boy, it's coming, isn't it? Yes, I mean, we're two months is. away. We are going to have Brian Arilco. From the uh, Iowa Racing Gaming Commission on next week, we will get you an update as to, you know, have there, have there been any bumps in the roads, mm-hmm. any unforeseen circumstances that will prevent the state of Iowa's green light from being given um, in time for football season. So we'll do that at some point next week with Brian. And I look forward to doing that. Okay, uh, we had this conversation. How many how many days ago was the seventeen inning affair with your uh, twin? It was nine days ago. It was nine days ago. Yes. Well, here we go again. Uh, it's just too long. It's just 18 innings of baseball. Look, it was, and to the umpire's credit, mm-hmm. that strike zone expanded. Oh, yes, it did. And for the first time, probably all baseball season, you're not going to hear yours truly bitching about <laughs> a, a strike being called when it's, you know, six, eight inches off the, out of the box. Um, I love the fact that they were moving it along like that, but it's just, I mean, 18 innings. Now, normally we would say, well, the Twins catch a break because they get the White Sox. Uh, not, not so, so fast, fast, right? Yeah, yeah, not quite that feeling with this White Sox team this year. Going to have to make a, a couple of corresponding moves, you would guess, mm-hmm. to bolster that. Tampa's, uh, Tampa called up one of their phenoms to, to start tonight. I don't know where Tampa goes, uh, but they've called up one of their guys. I'm guessing the um, Twins will count it. Now, i got to ask you this, because uh-huh. I've never seen this before. Kyle Gibson is warming up in the bullpen. Starter, we got it. He's going to come in. He's going to pitch an inning. But mm-hmm. that, that's, that's not where I want to go. So he's got a beach ball, or kind of um, a ball about the size of a beach ball. Okay. And he's batting it against a wall, but on his pitching hand, his right hand, and they only showed it once, was like an oversized 
oven mitt. Really? You know when you know what some of the uh, some of the bias I think does some of the Cubs have that have that guard on their hand. Yeah, yeah. You know when they're going to steal a base if you're mm-hmm. if you're a head first slider you've, you've, they've got that guard. Kyle Gibson's in the in in the bullpen playing. I don't know. Bat the ball with a with an. Uh, have you ever seen that before? Well, I've never seen it in my life. When you first were talking about it, mentioning it because I didn't see it, I was listening to beautiful Yankton five seventy out of Yankton as I was. Making well, you, oh, you had a baseball game last I night. I did. You? Yeah, I had Valley Southeast. Poker. Was it a good game? It was two one walk off wow, win nice. for the Tigers. Did it move along? It did very quickly. Good Love for that. You. <laughs> yes, because they were late getting started. Game one went a little long. We mm-hmm. didn't get a. I think seven seventeen was the time of the first pitch as opposed to seven. So nothing, nothing through until the sixth inning and a, a real fun game last night. Good for the Tigers. They played all young kids last night. Didn't have a senior in the, the second starting, game. In the second game, yep. in the starting lineup. They've been scuffling a little bit. Had some injuries, and young guys played well, including. And I have to ask Heather when I see her around. A young man, a sophomore, pitched for Valley last night. Mm-hmm. Oliver Parizic. Oh, you wonder, right? I wonder if that's uh, any relation to five zero. So yeah, maybe he's got long, flowing blonde hair coming Does out of the he? back of his head. Is he pretty good? He was. Uh, he was, was he? I mean, he was locked in. That probably throws, uh-huh. I don't know, low 80, something wow. like that. But for a sophomore, first varsity start against the fourth-ranked team in the state, he just went out there and he was a bulldozer. Good he was for great. him. Good for really, him. really fun night last night. But because of that, yeah, I was in the car a lot. I had to pick up the equipment from the guys out at El Bait Shot, mm-hmm. so I was listening to 570. and They never mentioned the oven mitt. They didn't have the oven mitt. But when you were describing it, I thought, well, it's just a medicine ball. You know, something that they use. But it, was, but it would give off the wall, though. That's what, there, there, it, was, there was about the size of a medicine ball. Okay, but there's more bounce. Yes. And I oh. thought it's so weird. Uh, this is Tracy. Tracy, thank you. I think that mitt is weighted. Okay. I mean, I get the elastic and everything when you're loosening your joints. So Tracy believes that the that would make sense, Tracy. Is it fingers? Maybe something like that to... Stretch out the fingers a little it bit. It was such a quick shot of it mm-hmm. that I thought my eyes were playing tricks on me, to be honest, because it looked like an oven mitt, honestly. One of my favorite baseball... Thank you, Tracy. Yes, baseball Twitter. stories. And the reason the fingers came to mind for me is Rick Aguilera, how he developed mm-hmm. the split finger late in his career. Do you know how that came to be? Uh-uh. Summer, or winter, he was just walking along the beach down in Florida where he has a place. Saw softball. Just happened to be laying in the sand. He picked it up. Just kind of tossing it to himself as he's walking. Kind of st- puts it between his fingers. And he feels it's really stretching. That whole winter, he kept that softball, stretched out his okay. index and middle finger. And it carried over into the season. So with that extra stretch, if you will, in the finger, he could more effectively throw the split finger. Hmm. And now, who's he player. with at the time? I think it was the Mets. Mets? Yes, I think that's where it was and became a great closer with the 91 Twins team. But oh, sure was. That story just happened to find a softball and probably prolonged his career mm-hmm. another three, four years just because of that. Mm. That one little finding of a softball along the way. And fingers are blister injuries that yeah. we see, things like that. And Sanchez, I mean, he's, he's yes. uh, you look at blisters and you'll find his picture because he's always missing time. He's always on the injured list. Speaking of blisters... And back to the game, the Twins game. Jose Barrios has been dealing with a blister. Yeah, he came out to his last start, correct? He did. He was pitching really yeah. well, but left. They expect him to be fine. He was scheduled tonight, though. Mm. But because you blew through the bullpen yesterday, no. you're going to make moves, you're going to bring a guy or two up, but because of that, you either move the rest of your rotation up because they can't afford for Barrios to go out there. First inning, that blister reopens, and he's done for the day. 
And then you have to go to the bullpen again for eight innings? Not after yesterday. Eight and a third? You, right. You can't do that. Right. So keep an eye, and if you're a better like myself, keep an eye on who's going to get the start. Well, you nailed Burrios. you nailed that pitching matchup with Braves yesterday in Cubs, <laughs> yes. and I'm, I'm guessing that... Uh, uh, you got you got a little piece of that. I did. That was a boy. Tyler Chatwood's win yesterday. That that's as ugly as a winning as a win line as you're ever going to see. Right? Five five innings, four walks, did strike out five, uh, six six runs, all of which were earned. But give the Cubs credit, boy. That was a fun game. And when Kimbrough comes in at the end of that ball game, Trent, the uh-huh. place was just electric when the door swung yes and out he comes and and then he gets two really quick outs and then struggled a little Mm -hmm. bit and that ball was hit hard to rizzo crushed yes and then kimball's admiring it you know we need you over here i don't know how you did things when you're wherever boston or whatever trading well that's a good point you know what they didn't go through those drills even if you've been in the even if you've been a pro is that's a great point that's actually, yeah, I'm going to give you that one. Give him, cut him a little slack, but uh, yeah, Looking good for Rizzo. Rizzo diving head yes. first in there. And we make fun of guys diving when they're a base runner sliding into first base. It slows you down on a bang-bang play. But on that one, I think Rizzo might have made the right decision. Oh, I think he did too. I absolutely think. He's safe. Yeah. He's safe, and and who knows what happens after that? Well, that was that was certainly uh, that was some fine drama yesterday, no doubt about that. Real good one. Got to see the end of it, so that that was fun watching uh, the replay last night. So, Cubs get it done. Yeah, off to off to Cincy, Cincinnati. Who's going to be a spoiler? Yes, Pittsburgh. they are. They're good. Pirates yesterday putting it on the Astros, crushed Six them ten zip. Runs. I think yes. right, dominating performance there. Those two teams very well could come down to. It's not what you do. Against the Brewers, Cardinals, and Cubs, those three against each other. Mm, I see where you're going. But what you do against the Pirates and the Reds, because yeah, the Pirates all those are playing well. Have, you know, we should maybe next week we'll get a baseball guy and break down the schedule in the NL Central and how many games are remaining against mm-hmm. each of those teams. But speaking of breaking down the schedule, you know who your Twins play coming out of the All Star break? I don't. Indians. Put them away. Indians. Put them away. Cleveland's thinking exactly the opposite. Uh-huh. They, they think that they're going to be back in contention, and by the time that they get through with the Twins and the Twins leave town, they'll be within uh, five or six games. I, we've got a lot of great races coming up, no doubt about that. All right, so last night, uh, there's no baseball. I tried to get into Dodgers and Rockies, and it was such a... It's a Colorado game, right? It's mm-hmm. 12-8. It's, it's typical um, typical Colorado Rockies baseball. Boy, that Dodgers team, I don't know how anybody's going to beat them. I, I just don't. I don't. And and Bueller was pedestrian yesterday, mm-hmm. and he's much better than that. Kershaw's back to Kershaw. Yes, I think he is, now, too. There's still the October Kershaw's a different guy. Yeah, that's true. So that lingers, but the rotation. Ryu, how does this I love guy... Him. I mean, you talk about inconsistency. One year, he'll look like the best pitcher, yeah. and, and right now, very well, could be the Cy Young Award winner in the National mm-hmm. League. The next year, he's barely hanging on to a, a spot in the rotation. Yeah. He's like the... The, the flex six guy, then he comes back, he puts together another season like that. That guy, I can't wrap my mind around it, but he's been incredibly good. Uh, odd then, or even years, maybe, like the Giants <laughs> right, used to be. Right. I don't know, but he's got it going on this year. And, of year. course, Bellinger. Yeah. He's think, MVP. Think of the Boy, stars is in he? the league. Yelich. I don't know if you can say. Is he the MVP? We were talking about Yelich a little bit earlier. Well, Yelich is going to be a part of Claxons yes. today. And he has an outside chance of being a 40-40 guy. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that in a long time. No. Only three times in baseball history. Bellinger, the star power in baseball, the, the top, top guys. Does it feel like there's a, a gap between that, I don't know, top seven, ten guys, and then the next tier? And it, and it hasn't always been that way. 
I was just thinking about that when we, we were talking about Yelich, and then I was going through you know, the Trouts and the stars mm-hmm. of the league. There's those 10 really, really good guys. And then the next group, there's a ton of just kind of that next tier. And I don't know if it's always been that way, if it's just something Very that, good players, but not yes. Hall of Fame players. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think it probably has more than you would think. I, I don't know. I mean, it happens earlier, too. Bellinger. Yes, we talked about Ronald Acuna yesterday. He's unbelievable. He's twenty-one. I know it. Just that Braves team is good. That Braves team is really good. So last night, there's as I said, I I couldn't get into. um, I just couldn't get into the the Rockies and and, and the Dodgers. Um, I flipped on ESPN too, and it's the CFL, and it's in my home, right? It's it's Winnipeg's hosting. Oh, yeah. You know what? I watch the Bombers. Boy, that game is awful. It's you know I I'll never forget the epiphany that I had when I saw American football for the first time. Well, I think we'd been watching the Rose Bowl as a kid because mm-hmm. I was always something. We'd go to grandma's and for whatever reason that we were we were big parade people, and then the TV was always on to the Rose Bowl. But it never sunk in. The CFL, Trent, it is such an inferior product, and they lap it up up there. I mean, the referee wears a black hat, not a white hat. The flags are red; they're not yellow. Um, How the, many downs do you, do you, you get, get? Three, three downs. You get three to go fifteen yards. No, ten yards. It 10 is ten yards. yards. Well, I think it is. I've, I've lost. I forgot a lot. Is of the things. end zone fifteen yards? Or it's is... deeper, deeper and okay. wider. It's just a, such an inferior product. And you see guys that we watched on Saturdays mm-hmm. play, and uh, you know they're earning some cash up there, and and more power to them. But man, oh man, it's just so hard to watch. And I it's don't football. Get, I don't get into it either. I I try. Usually every summer about this point, it's one of those decisions. It's football. Mm -hmm. Or I want to get down and there's not a whole lot on the baseball card for the evening. All right, let's do this. Same way. If there's a quarterback, quarterback helps. If you know the quarterback is a good for the CFL and a guy that you know, not a career guy. Right. Where did that guy go to college? But hey, I remember him in college. He was a good player. I, I see where you're coming from. Like a flutie. Yes, yes. And it doesn't even have to be that level, but even... Just a guy that I remember, he was a nice player. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, he's really good at this. That helps. But if you get bad quarterback play, coupled with a game that is weird. It's weird. That's a yes. good way to put it. It's the rules. You're just not used to them. You know, they're different. I I can't get into it. I read this part of Claxton's game today. <laughs> you went back it's to that, the well. Well, it's that time of year, right? It's hard. So we're going to put it. We're going to put USA in France. I can't wait for that game this afternoon. Two I really o'clock. can't. Two o'clock. That's going to be over. That's going to be. That's appointment TV. Yes. It's appointment TV. I don't know what you have planned, but I know what I have planned. Well, I've I'm got making, soccer planned. Making the trek north, heading back oh, to see family this weekend. So with that... Is there a broadcast of the game? I mean, I don't know. A radio broadcast? I wouldn't be able to think it, but let's see. I'll see how many uh, how much data I have left. I can you to- watch? Can you listen to soccer on the radio? Well, I think so. I mean, I they, mean if it is, uh, it's done. It's been done. Brett Ridge did it for a number of years with the Menace. I know, but they, well, that was stealing money. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so you got that side yeah. of it too. I don't know. I, I don't know how. Maybe it would fit. Maybe it would work. I, you know, I am a professional soccer announcer now. You have done some. You have done some plays. You did gig. the state final. It was a paid gig, right? To do it, but radio wise, it's more descriptive. The difference between I think you got to see. I think you got to see the pictures in yeah. soccer. I well, really I'm going to be getting to Osage right at. Probably about halftime. So have to stop by tell you what at the bar, maybe Mix. I don't know if Mix will have it on and we'll find, oh, we'll yeah, find they a way. Well, the red, white, and blue are playing that's that game. True. Gonna, that that's game's true. That's true. Mick I don't think Mick's a big soccer fan, but he'll have it on because it's the US of A. Uh and if they win, 
the their next game is it's about a week away, right? It's I want to say Tuesday. Oh, is it that soon? So yes. the second and the finals the seventh. That's what it is. Okay, the final is the seventh. Look for for us selfishly, I, I look. I want them to win anyways, but mm-hmm. I'd love to see them get by France today and um, you know have an opportunity to play for a championship. Yep, I'm in. Tuesday, two o'clock our time. If they do advance, they'll take on England there. Yeah, because England won convincingly yesterday. The championship Sunday, ten a.m. Okay, Central Time. Mm-hmm. All right, good for you. Yeah, good for me. Good. It's, it's, glad it's not this week. We're going to. It's a. It's a, It's movie season. I have to build up the bank account, the Goodwill Bank account. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Going to that show yesterday. Have you seen the pro? The I've preview? seen plenty of previews. Yes, I think it looks kind of good. You're interested. Well, you're you're into those these biopics. You know what now. I am. I'm in. That's a great point. Maybe it's an age thing. Yeah. Right? I don't want to knock off all of these bands that uh-huh. uh, that I grew up listening to: Elton John and the yes. Rolling Stones and Paul McCartney. That was unbelievable. Wells Fargo and there's a Beatle on stage. I mean, good <laughs> God. That's a story. 15 minutes away from your house. Yeah, right? Don't tell Emery Songer that. What do you say? They're a dime a dozen? Yes. Young man, you've got a lot to learn, my friend. Uh, now, he's on tomorrow. He is. Uh, Sean Roberts is off tomorrow. And I talked to Biggie over at Yes. Yeah. He, in college, and he's a Philly guy. Yes. He's, he, we, we talk uh, NHL Flyers, Jets a lot, Eric and I. So, he had a scouting, a, a basketball scouting service in college, and then... In college, that's what he wanted to do in radio. He wanted to do sports talk radio. I never realized that. I knew that pop top forty music wasn't the scene that he was in college. But yeah, because he, he's on he's he's on Kiss right yeah. afternoons or evenings. Yes, afternoons. Yeah, does a great job. When Ella was with me the other day, she got to meet Eric, who she hears all the time because that's yeah. her favorite station. Oh, is it? Yeah, and she was just uh, that's him starstruck. Yes, <laughs> but he'll be in tomorrow, and I, I'm looking forward to that. I want to hear what. They get into the different. Well, things I know Dixie it, Wooten's going to join the program yes, tomorrow. Yeah. Eight to ten is what we're yep. talking about. The uh, Saturday morning show on KXNO. Usually Sean Roberts and Emery Songer, but uh, Sean is out tomorrow, so Eric's sitting in. And finally, here in segment one. And by the way, I just got a text that soccer is on the radio, but it's on Sirius. On Sirius, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, we buried the lead. What's up? I was got new alternate. You know what? It was part of your update. I'm glad you brought it up, and we'll get more into it with Tom Caker. Yes. You know, it's not about how I feel. It's if you, it's about how the fan base feels. Mm-hmm. It's about how the players feel. If they feel like, you know, it's it's not that I'm not going to watch a game out of spite because I don't like the uniforms. They're different. They I'm are. okay with them. Yeah. Why not try something like this, right? As as I said yesterday, I don't get the Penn State love. I think this when when I, we get to the point, and after all, it is July next month when mm-hmm. we're W and L in the season. Um. I'll congratulate you because we haven't had to play that card until July yeah. uh, for the second straight year. But we will get into that at some point. And I, just, I don't get the Penn State love, Trent. If you rank the schedule, that might be a fun exercise in terms of difficulty. Want to do it next? Let's do it. Uh, Matt Poston's bailed. No, but he had canceled. He had an, a, a Work situation emergency, come up. Yeah. Uh, so Brian Walton the on the Cardinals. We're going to do a KXNO's MLB team coming up here in about 20 minutes. Yeah, let's rank the schedule next. Um I think number one's easy, the most difficult at Michigan. I'm anxious to hear your number two. That's where it gets tricky. Not for me, it don't. Really? Nope. Huh. Uh, we'll do that on the other side, or doesn't. I don't mean to sound like that. Uh, not for me, it doesn't. Uh, we'll come back. We'll do that. We're here until noon. We've got Joe Quinn, who worked with us here at KXNO. It's his final day today. Joe does afternoons over in Omaha on ESPN 590. You may have heard him. He was Brinson, my producer. Um, he also produced the Saturday morning show. He was on football Friday nights for a long time. He was the halftime 
Boy, I didn't. I, I felt bad for him some nights over at Drake Games. You know, he's trying oh, yeah, to get yeah. the crowd into it, and there's 1,500 people, and mm-hmm. you know, the median age is, you know, doesn't 84. want Joe to be, <laughs> doesn't want Joe to do anything but sit down and shut up, and uh, <laughs> that was his job. But anyways, Joe Quinn, I think a great deal of is giving up afternoon drive in Omaha. And he's going back to he's going back to school. He's going to law school. To law school. Joe's in his mid thirties. Yeah. Somewhere around there, thirty three, thirty four, something like that. And Joe is it's now or never, right? I mean, mm-hmm. probably, yes. he's probably been putting it off, putting it off. Well, I'm going to do this. I'm not getting any younger. He's got a baby at home. He's got a baby at home, and his wife's a pharmacist. So, I mean, okay. I don't think the family's, um, you know, starving. I think they're doing yeah. very well. And um, so he's going to go to University of Nebraska and get his law degree. So we're oh, going to have oh. Joe on at 11 Nebraska. o'clock. Nebraska. Jeez. Well, I mean, the, the red really permeated there. They bought a house over there. Yeah. So maybe that'll that's happen. it. He's a Valley High School grad. I think Joe graduated from Valley sometime in the uh, in the 90s. But I'm going to have Joe on. We're going to go down memory lane. I believe the Joe started with Kotler and Company. Oh. I believe that's the case. That's that, where I got my start. Briefly. Right. I told yeah. my services, yeah. oh, we'll, we'll find a spot for you. Yeah, that was a bad deal, dude. Yeah. But look where you're at now. You're, exactly. You're right back here. Uh, so we'll talk to Joe. Uh, Tom Kaker's going to pine in more on those uniforms. We did bury the lead. We'll do that 11-15. And then we'll cobble together some props, and we'll give you an opportunity to win Claxon's Barbecue coming up here at about 11-45. But a look at the Hawkeye schedule. I'm going to rank it next. Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. Dental Home. Hawkeyes, Cyclones, Panthers, and Bulldogs. Yeah, we got that covered. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Continuing on here, Trent and I take you right up until noon. Claxon's Barbecue in Altoona. We'll give that away in about an hour and ten minutes. Tom Cakert uh, in the 11 o'clock hour. Brian Walton on the Cardinals here in ten minutes. And our buddy Joe Quinn, who's hanging it up. Uh, he does afternoons over in Omaha. We'll get him on uh, one time as he cut his teeth here at KXNO. Uh, worked, uh, produced uh, for Jim and myself. I don't think he did with Peralta and I. I okay. don't. Uh, when we did Saturday mornings, he was in here with that, too. You know who else did that Saturday morning show and realized very quickly in his tenure, you know, this is maybe going to be the best idea for my career. <laughs> I think I'm going to I think I'm going to get out now. Who's that? It was a brilliant move. Brent Bloom. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Did want to go I don't that think route. I want to be associated with you two. Uh, um, yes, yeah. Yeah. That's a, so he left. I think Joe came in. Anyways, uh, good, good for you, Brent Bloom. And, and by the way, congratulations to him and his wife too. Expecting yes. their second child, Atta boy, Bloomy. All kinds of people here in the yeah, media. One across the glass for me. Right. We are uh, now inside of two months. That's crazy. And congratulations again, Andrew Downs. Yes. Ginny. Judy. Yep. Ginny, a daughter. So yes. now a son and a daughter. Perfect family. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. That's good for them. So uh, anyways, so we went to break talking about the Hawkeye schedule. You know, we had Mark Morehouse on yesterday. Fair point. I don't think the schedule is as difficult as maybe as daunting. It's difficult. I yeah. mean, it's a Big Ten schedule. It's difficult. And it's five road games. That's it. Five t- There's not an at Illinois in there. Right. There's not an at Rutgers in there. Yes. 
the five games all individually are going to be different. Mm-hmm. You know what else is going to be difficult? Trying to sell that Hawkeye home schedule. Penn State's good. Penn State's great. And with the new uniforms, that will yep, help, I'm will. sure. Yep. Minnesota, yeah. Illinois, Purdue, uh, Middle Tennessee, Miami of Ohio. I mean, there's some dog strength. Big Ten opponent Rutgers comes in. Rutgers, week two, pays a visit. Um, yeah. The the road schedule's outstanding. Mm-hmm. That's where the that's where the schedule's difficult. Totally yeah. agree with you. So you we both feel that Michigan is the there'll be a dog in that game. Yeah. There'll be a dog in that game. It's How t- many touchdown plus dog? I think it'll be that high. Yeah, and I saw some futures. There was one. I think it was Gold Nugget, Mm -hmm. and their games of the year. Yep, had a twelve and a half. Very quickly moved to ten and a half. Though within the first two forty eight hours, it moved to ten and a half. They opened that at twelve and a half. That's a ton of points. That's exactly how I felt too. Um, seen a few, couple others, and that's about where it is. A little over a touchdown in that eight and a half to ten and a half range. Uh, what? Where else will they be dogs? At Wisconsin, slight. Yes. Depends on Mertz. By that time, he'll... Yes, uh, we will know. Yes, if he is as as advertised. I Depends mean, on not, that offensive line. I mean, they yeah, lost a use, ton. They do, but they're, that, that's a that's a factory over there lately. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. The linebackers took... Mm, that took a hit. Took a hit. Yeah, they maybe got the best running back in the conference. That'll help. Yeah, certainly will. Um, so I think the, most, the second most difficult game on the schedule, I think it's Iowa State. As soon as he said... I have it. Yeah, I think it is. I knew you were going there, and I think I'm with you, too. Northwestern gives them fits. Right. It's going to be a close game. Uh-huh. It'll go down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Northwestern I'm, probably I, As I told you yesterday, I I like Purdue better than a lot of people like Purdue. You do. All right, I will agree with you. I'll go down the road to Iowa State, too. Okay. The third most difficult ske- game on the schedule, it is Wisconsin. Uh, it's on the road. It's on the road. Uh-huh. Place that... The only victory that they've had since Barry Alvarez's last game was they're going in for a touchdown and yeah, they fumble. Was Estave got his foot stepped yep. on and fumbled? Yep. Was that 10 9 or ten something? 10 6. 10 6. They had less than 100 yards passing mm-hmm. in the game. Hell of a game. Hell of a game. Magical season. Counts as a win. Yes, it does. Not pretty. That's the only win they've had in Camp Randall in a decade. Okay, I'm with you on three. Now, here's four. We're probably going to disagree. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Nebraska. To Lincoln, all right, because I'm so I'm I'm buying Huskers this year. I'm mm-hmm. not saying they're going to win the West. I think the West is a complete. You could you because as we said yesterday, you can with Phil Steele, you can convince me any of the six other. School, I mean Illinois, throw them out. Mm-hmm. Um, any of the other five, you can convince me you're going to win it. I, I'm not going to disagree mightily with you. I'd put Northwestern then just Nebraska. because it's been so tough to yeah. beat the Wildcats. I was had Nebraska's number and uh-huh. back they the have. other way and. We'll see what Martinez is at that point. I brought that up a couple of times this summer, just mm-hmm. with his style, the way they play. Wonder about wide receivers, how good they're yeah. going to be on the outside. Well, they got Spielman, and, and then they, they lost a lot. Yes. I mean, we might see Cade Warner out there. We might, yeah. We might. Which didn't would be get, fun. Didn't he get some pub in the spring game? He I did, think yeah. he did, right? Yep. Which would be cool to see. Yeah, it would be. It would be. I want to see, I mean, I don't want Adrian Martinez to get hurt, but I want to see McCaffrey, the young McCaffrey <laughs> yeah, at quarterback. Yeah. Because apparently he's gifted over there, and they, they've got a glut of QBs. Um, so we, we got to the five, the five most difficult games, though. All of them are the road games. Yes. Neither of us mm-hmm. put Penn State in the top five most difficult games. Well, that's the next one on the list, but I think, I think, don't you think it is? Is it? Who am I missing? I Minnesota? Maybe. I won't go there. Mm-hmm. I, it is still Penn State at that sixth spot, but... I'm with you. The old with boat rowers. I mean, he have the, if he didn't have the youngest team in college football last mm-hmm. year, he had one of them. 
the way they played at the end of the year, that victory, not just finally beating it Wisconsin. Was awesome, it was awesome watching that. In that fashion, mm-hmm. you know what that rivalry means? Yep. They're coming. I, I don't like P.J. Fleck. <laughs> You're not alone. I don't like the I don't shit. mind him, but a lot, Hawkeye fans don't like him at all. It, it's it, just him. It, it was him at Western Michigan. They're just, there's something about him. It's not about the program. It's about him. Yeah, one and, of those, right? And running out and leading mm-hmm. the team out onto the field in the fashion that he does it, and, and the terms and the elite and this and that. A quick bowl championship's not elite. <laughs> <laughs> know what the word means before yeah. you start talking about yeah. elite all the time. Uh, what's the easiest game? Ooh. Can't be Rutgers. Rutgers a big, is it? Miami of Ohio, I, I guess. I think so, too. Yeah. I think so, too. You know, Middle, Middle Tennessee's been pretty good in conference mm, USA the last couple yep. of years. But uh, Stockgill, I think, is the, the coach's name, and his son was the quarterback who had some bigger offers but wanted to play for dad. Good He's for graduated. Him. So they're going to be back to the drawing board there. But probably Miami of Ohio. They're a middling MAC team. This isn't you know, a good Northern Illinois team coming to town, something like that. Uh, conversely, Iowa State's real quick on Iowa State. What Give, give me the, the pecking order for them. Oklahoma. Yeah. Or Texas, Texas no. is because Texas is it is it uh, Texas is Trice. coming up here in November. I know, I know. Finally, I know. Finally, we get to see the all white in a cold. Di- Iowa State's going to get him. Hope you're right. Hot I mean, take, I, hot take here in late June. I'm an Ellinger guy. I think he's a. I think he's in the room when the Heisman's given. I'm not sure he's going to be given out to him, but I think he's got a chance to be that good. Another guy has talked about with Martinez and how he's going to be Ellinger with the beating that he takes, the physical nature that he plays with. How's he going to look in November? Mm. I mean, he's certainly not going to be 100%. Wouldn't think. Wouldn't think. So you've got you've got Oklahoma 1, Oklahoma. Texas 2. TCU, I'm not sold at the quarterback spot. Rodgers is going to try and come back. He's missed a lot of time. Right. We both like Brewer at Baylor. Yes. Um, That's a tricky road trip there for early on for Iowa State, too. Down to Baylor, especially if they do get the win against Iowa. Something about that game just kind of... So, so they get they get three out of four on the road. At Baylor, home to TCU, at West Virginia, at Texas Tech. Texas Tech got a quarterback. Bowman's gifted. That stretch, three and one, you can start at least thinking about making well, the if, trip if to the they, championship game. If that, absolutely. If, if the um, hype around this team is real, and I believe it is, and it's warranted, um, you have to go three and one. Here's what they have to do. They have to get off, they have to, get off to a good start this year. You know, you got to beat the Hawks. Mm-hmm. You got to win your other two non-cons, which you should. You got to go and win in Waco. Not easy. Not easy. TCU comes to your place. West Virginia should be a win. They replaced so many guys. You got guys leaving last week. West Virginia. They lost both of their safeties within the last couple of weeks. What happens with coaching changes? That's true. And there's four of them in the Big 12 this year. It is This is one of the more difficult years I can remember to handicap. Are we forgetting about Oklahoma State? No. This I is a program that's won a lot of games over the last know. half decade. I know. Double-digit wins, what, for the last six years? I think this is not a rebuild, but I think that this is a... I think Gundy's got his work cut out for him this year. With four teams in transition, and they win those close games, and they beat those other teams that are at the similar level, maybe they will be in the mix. And it's Gundy. He deserves Mm -hmm. certainly the benefit of the doubt. One final thing, you asked who else Iowa might be a dog against. Yep. One of those games of the year. uh, Brett checks in on Twitter, at Miller and Condon. Iowa, three-point dog in 
Lincoln against the Cornhuskers. Not surprised. Yeah. Not surprised, at least at this time of year. All right, we'll take a time out. Good talk Cardinal baseball next. Fun talking college football. Going to do it a whole lot more in the yes. next few weeks, uh, months. Um, Brian Walton on the Cardinals. KXNO's MLB team. They've got a West Coast swing as they try and hold their heads above water in the very difficult Central Division. Brewers win yesterday. Cubs win yesterday. Uh, Cardinals were on an airplane yesterday. So we'll do that with Brian Walton. Joe Quinn's going to join the show at 11 o'clock. Uh, Joe's leaving Sports Talk Radio. He cut his teeth over here. Worked with Jim Brinson and myself. Going to have him on and reminisce a little bit. Look forward to that. Tom Cakert on the Hawks. And then barbecue to give away from Claxons, Miller, and Condon. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. Profit Organization. It's 24-hour sports. Morning, noon, and night. Here on 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Voices give away on me, Trent Condon. Uh, we will be here until noon. Joe Quinn's going to lead off the 11 o'clock hour. Tom Caker's part of it. So is Claxon's Barbecue in about an hour from right now. But let's talk Cardinals, shall we? They head to the West Coast is where they'll finish their first half of the regular season. Seattle. The Giants, and beginning with the Padres tonight, he's Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com. Brian, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. Brian Walton, how are you? I'm doing all right. I wondered if there was any, I was trying to read into Slowhand as the intro to see what that <laughs> meant. I, I guess it meant the Cardinals are kind of playing slow baseball right now, which is probably fair. Yeah, there are three games out, though. This, this division is going to be uh, right down to the wires, you know. You know where I want to start? I want to go back to last weekend. What a magical reception that Albert Pujols got. Um, you know, any thought that there was going to be some lingering hard feelings? Uh, every now and then you get these moments in sports, right, where they ju- they just stick with you, and whether you wa- root for that team or that player or not, um, I thought that was a pretty special weekend. How the Cardinals fan base reached out to a guy that um, you know that decided to go out and, and play elsewhere after putting up terrific numbers to begin his career. Great weekend, Brian. Yeah, obviously Albert Pujols is is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, there's no doubt about that. And the decade that eleven years that he gave the Cardinals were unprecedented. Two world championships. Pujols himself won three MVPs and probably would have won as many more if it wasn't for Bonds and his steroids thing. So, you know, Pujols is obviously one of the greatest players of all time. And uh, I, I think if he'd come back a year or two after he'd left, the reception would have been different. But after seven years, I think most Cardinals fans realized that it was better for everyone involved that he did leave because, you know, he was on the downturn of his career and, mm-hmm. you know, he's not the player that he used to be. He's, not even the best player on his own team with, with Mike Trout. And, you know, that was another guy the Cardinals got to see, the, the best player in baseball. Uh, and for whatever reason, the weirdness of the schedules, you know, the Angels had never, you know, had never played in St. Louis. So it was long overdue. Going back a little revisionist history here, do you know what kind of contract that they did offer Pujols before he decided to walk? Well, the Cardinals gave him an ironclad five-year contract. Uh, there was talk of a longer one as well, but uh, at a lesser value, perhaps with some outs. And, you know, Artie Moreno, the Angels owner, came in and not only gave him a 10-year contract, but gave him a 10-year personal services contract on top of it, a practice that MLB outlawed right after that, by mm. the way. So basically they gave Pools a 20-year financial commitment, quarter of a billion dollars. 
quarter of a billion. <laughs> right. And you know, you know, hey, you got the guy took the money, and you can't necessarily blame it. No, no, indeed, you can't. Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com. Brian, uh, just a disappointing uh, news on on Jordan Hicks, who throws a hundred plus miles an hour, seemingly night in and night out, and he's going to be. Uh, I believe he's already undergone Tommy John. If he isn't, he's it's going to happen any day now. But he's clearly going to miss the next twelve or thirteen months, by all accounts. Jordan Hicks, Tommy John, not good news. No, and you know, the Cardinals really have avoided. I mean, every team has injuries, and the Cardinals have have had their injuries, but they haven't really had an injury to a front line player this year uh, in the whole first half until this Hicks injury. Torn UCL, and uh, you know it happens to guys who throw 85. It happens to guys who throw over 100. And unfortunately, you know it, it came and, and bit Hicks. Uh, the only positive that comes from it is that the Cardinals have a guy in Carlos Martinez who certainly has success as a major leaguer, has success as a closer. He was a closer for the final month last year. So you know, I, I think actually, I honestly think that Carlos Martinez might be more consistent in the ninth inning job because of his experience than, than even Jordan Hicks. Now, of course, that means there's one less setup man, et cetera, et cetera, so there are dominoes at ball. But I think the Cardinals can overcome the loss of Jordan Hicks. Uh, the question is, though, are they going to be able to score enough runs? want to get your perspective, Brian, on Paul DeYoung, the shortstop now in his third basically full season with the big league squad, played over 100 games his first two years. See this guy out there. He's scuffling a little bit right now. I think over the last week, two for 22, but put together another solid season. Still just 25 years of old. I don't know if this is a building block superstar, but is this a guy we're going to see for a long time, manning the shortstop position in your mind for the cards? Absolutely. Uh, Paul DeYoung was actually a third baseman, being drafted in the fourth round, a college guy. Interesting, but you know, there was questions about whether, you know, he was going to be a, a full-timer or not. And then they moved him, oddly, from a, uh, from third base to second, to shortstop, which is a more challenging defensive position. And he took that to heart. But in his first year, two in the major leagues, he showed a propensity to strike out at a, an unacceptable rate. And the big thing that Paul DeYoung has brought forward last year to this is that he's got those strikeouts more under control and he's become a more complete player as a result. Brian, who's the uh, the starting pitcher right now that you have confidence in that when it's his turn, that it's his turn, he rolls around, Miklas, Flaherty, Wainwright, um, Waka's been good, Hudson. Who, who in your mind, uh, who's, who's right now is throwing the ball better of the starters? You know, it's, it's crazy, Ken, because if we'd had this conversation in April, the last name I would have mentioned was Dakota Hudson. Mm. Hudson, his first year as a starter, they summoned relief in the second half last year. But his first year as a starter, and he had a rocky first month. And there were fans calling, send this guy down to the minors. He's not ready, blah, 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 blah. Well, the, since then, Dakota Hudson's been the best pitcher. He's the most consistent pitcher on the Cardinals staff. His ERA is one run lower than the next best pitcher on the staff, which is Michaelis slash Wainwright. So Dakota Hudson's a guy right now that if you had a big game, He's the guy. He'd be the guy you want to give the ball to, and I believe he goes uh, on Saturday in, in San Diego. Waka tonight will get the start. He was good, not great, but solid his last time out. How much uh, rain does he have? If he has a clunker tonight, is it back to the bullpen and figure it out, or you think he's still got another start or two if it would go south this evening? Well, here's the problem. There's nobody clear to replace Michael Walk That's in the true. rotation. Uh, Daniel Ponce de Leon has come up from the minors. He's available in long release right now. They could slot him back in, but they tried Hennessy Cabrera. Uh, he wasn't ready. Ryan Helsley's hurt. and um, Alex Reyes is hurt. So, 
you know, the, the, the vaunted pitching depth that the Cardinals have had in the past, they don't really have right now. And Waka, I don't get it. He'll, he'll throw a good start. He'll look good. And then the next time out, he'll throw a clunker. But, you know, like I said, the Cardinals have a long reliever in Ponce de Leon who's rested and ready, and I don't think they'll have a long hook with him if he gets into trouble. Well, very important uh, the next nine games here, Brian, is they head to the All-Star break. The, uh, the the Central Division's the toughest division in baseball. The last place team is only six and a half games out of the lead. The Reds, I think, are going to give the Cubs fits this weekend. Pirates are playing well. They'll go into Milwaukee. But here's an opportunity for the Cardinals. Yes, they're on the road. Uh, and the Padres are okay. They're right around 500 right now, but the Giants stink. And Seattle, after they got off to a terrific start, they're god-awful. A chance, Brian, to not only maintain their place, but maybe close in on those two teams ahead of them. That's right. And, you know, we had the same conversation before this last homestand when they had Miami, the Angels, and Oakland. Oakland, yeah. You know, unfortunately, they went four and five in the the homestand. They just they're they're just not consistently able to score enough runs. And they hit Miami at a at a hot spot. Right at, in all fairness, after Miami split in St. Louis, they went into Philly and won three straight. So you know, Miami's better than their their record shows. But the point is, they disappointed at home. And this is their, like you said, this is their last chance before the All Star break to take advantage of the fact that both the Cubs and the Brewers have been scuffling as well because. That's not going to happen the rest of the year. One of these teams is going to pull out. You know, I don't think they're going to remain this bunch the whole way. And the Cardinals, you know, they have the team to do it, but for whatever reason, they just haven't been consistent in the run scoring. Last thing, Brian, who will do it? I'm sorry. Who will who will separate themselves from the pack? You know, I don't have the slightest idea. Certainly, right now, uh, the addition of Craig Kimbrell, who's a mm-hmm. you know all star perennial all star closer uh, to the Cubs. You know, to the Cubs bullpen gives them a, a nice edge right now, and so they kind of have some momentum. But all these teams are going to be looking to make trades here, and you know, in the next month between the trade deadline. And remember, this year the tra- there is no August trading, true. so everything everything's got to get done in the le- next month plus three days. And these teams will all be active, I think, looking for more for more help. Good stuff, Brian. Well, we'll talk to you probably during All Star uh, Week as they get set to come out of it and uh, home to uh, Arizona. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate it. Talk to you then. Yep, good to talk to you. Brian Walton, thecardinalnation.com. Cardinals play here on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Joe Quinn, Tom Cakert, Claxon's Barbecue. Final hour of the week next, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO.